0: stuff on your mind if you're feeling unclear just hop on the mic and speak without fear let's air out that and what's going on ladies and folks it has been uh it's been a while again it's actually i feel like i've done so few podcasts in the past like two months like I've done every other week so I've only really done like four podcasts or so in the past couple months and uh, I feel like I'm kind of forgetting how to do it like I was a little nervous to hit play on this one I know don't really know what I'm gonna talk about which maybe that's a good sign that's what we're typically going to these podcasts all about I haven't done any research for this one it's just all gonna be uh I think it's gonna be like a kind of a mental health episode I'm gonna talk about where my mindset's been you know some things have been changing going on life's uh, life's in another stage you know now that uh west Mountain is all wrapped up. So uh yeah, welcome back. Hello. I think uh I think the last time I left you guys was the rom-com episode and I said uh either I'll have a very excited podcast next week, which would have been last week, or there won't be a podcast cuz I'm very sad and upset. And so there was no podcast last week. However, I was it was not because I was very sad and upset. So I'll just clear the air on that right now. Um Let's talk about this date, though. You guys were—I got a lot of messages. People excited, wanted to hear about it. Stoked up with the last podcast. Um, so the date—it was on a Saturday, is that lunchtime? And it was a uh, a very fun story. That's a uh, as as far as first dates go, it was definitely an awkward one. A uh, very you know weird body language, weird trying to converse. You know, just standard first date. Um, you know, jitters and anxiety um but I was trying to go into it super confident I was like I was firing myself up in the car I was like okay I'm gonna be good I'm gonna be talky I'm gonna drive the conversation I'm just gonna present my authentic Aaron and then if I do that people tend to like Aaron so like I'll be fine um so I go in really confident um I guess we live like two minutes apart and she had wanted to drive separately so immediately this there's gonna be a lot of talk about my you know I'm a head case and I'm an overthinker and I assume the worst. So that's also going to be a theme of this podcast and uh, how I'm trying to combat that and be more mentally healthy and stable and more respectful of myself. Um, So like, yeah, she's like, yeah, we're going to, I want to drive separately, which immediately I'm like, oh, she wants an escape plan. She wants to be able to get out of there if the date goes poorly. Cause like, you know, we live so close to each other. It makes, it makes sense. Uh, and then the funny thing is when I go to, you know, drive to the, the restaurant we're going to, I end up following her the entire way there and then of course on the way back she follows me the entire way back. So we did we drove together but not together. You know, we drove together on the road, you know, cars one in front of the other, just not in the same car. So we did still drive together. Uh, so that was that was funny when I got home thinking about that. That was a gave me a good chuckle. Um so we get to the restaurant, you know, say our hellos, what's going on. Immediately like the nerves kick in and I'm I'm already like you know, already in my head, I'm so confident. I'm like, I have so many things to talk about. It's a lot of, like the same with this podcast is I, before I hit record on the podcast, I have so much to say and my brain's just flowing and firing, it's get, I'm getting like jokes and like things I want to talk about. And then when I sit down and hit record, they all, they're gone. They vanish, just gone into the ether. Any joke that I've thought of before and I try and re like say it, it's just, it does not flow as naturally and organically. It just comes off poorly. So that is a lot of what happened on this first state. And of course we, uh, we go in, we get our table and sitting like kitty corner to us is a guy both of us know. We're like, come on. What are the chances of this? The one time we go out for lunch, there has to be a, you know, a guy we know. We've been trying to keep this thing kind of on the, on the hush hush before it, uh, I guess, before it turns into whatever metamorphosis this is going to take. Um, so that immediately threw me off. We went and, you know, said hi to him. And then, of course, we sit at the table. And every time I'm looking at her, I see this guy who's like he's an older gentleman, like a very he's a man. I look up to this guy. He's like, he's a man. He's smart. He's confident. He knows what he's about. And I'm like, every time I'm looking at her in my peripheral, I'm seeing this guy. And uh, it completely threw off my entire confidence all out the window. She said, like, when I was holding the menu, I was shaking. And I'm like, uh, uh, appetizers? You want, you want appetizers? Just quivering. Quivering. Because I'm seeing him, like, I'm just assuming he's just going to judge my game the entire time, which I've said multiple times, got no game. I've got, got none. All I've got is just being myself and asking questions. That's about all. That's what all the game I've got. Uh, so he was there for, like, the first 20 minutes or so with his wife, and I was just, uh, just a nervous wreck, not sure what to talk about. Uh, fortunately, on the other side, she was also very, you know, awkward and nervous and, like, you know, eyes looking all around me not making eye contact you know, reading the menu very intently. Um, But after he left, it kind of, I felt a little better, you know, kind of relaxed a bit, felt like I could talk about more stuff without having him judging me for what I'm saying. Um, And then like the rest of lunch, it was like a very casual, good lunch. Like I enjoyed it, even though there's awkward moments. Um, And then, yeah, we kind of, we wrapped up. We got back to the cars and she's like, hey, do you want to go home and play our golf game? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, And then overthinking brain, kicks in and it's like oh well we both just established that we have nowhere to be after this date but I guess it didn't go well because if it went really well we'd like do something together which I guess I mean looking back we still technically did so she did still want to hang out with me just in like a different sense and I don't know if it's like her parents wanted her back at home or whatever I don't know I never asked about it it's kind of not really a big deal at this point um but that's where my brain went so we kind of yeah drove home separate together but separately and then you know I go right at the light, she goes left at the rights. So and we play our play our golf game for like two hours, which is longer than the lunch we had. So we played golf afterwards longer, and we've played a lot of golf since then. So that's like not abnormal for us. But uh yeah, after all that, I was kinda just I was like the vibe I got and what I felt was like she's not into me. She's uh, you know, she did this out of like a uh, respect for me because she had agreed to go on the date and she, you know, she wanted to hold up, you know, be an honorable person, hold up her end of the deal. And she just kind of did it, like, you know, as a friend. Like, hey, I'll, I'll go out to lunch with you, and then we'll just continue as friends after that. And that's where my brain went. That's kind of what I was, like, telling all my friends. I was like, yeah, I guess she's not really into me. No, I'm, I'm into her, but I guess it's just it's a one-way street. So, you know, at least I'm, I'm glad I tried, and I was kind of upset that it didn't go well. And now this is all... I had not spoken to her at all. This is all just in my head. This is all all my assumptions of assuming the worst. Um, So then I... We go and see each other like two or three days later, and I was like, I have thoughts about what uh what would hap what happened, and I'm like I'm sure she has thoughts too. And I remember when I said it, I have thoughts, she goes, Oh, that's scary. I'm like, Huh? What would what would be scary? Like when I hear the word scary, I think the thoughts would be like, uh, like I'm not into you. It didn't go well. I don't want to see you again. That would be a, a scary thought to me. A scary thought would not be, Hey, even though it was awkward, I want to see you again. You know, so that was kind of like a you know a little nudging in the right direction, and then when we when we talked about it, she was just like, yeah, I was super awkward, super nervous, but like I really like you. I'm just you know life's in a weird place right now. I don't know how, where I feel, how I feel about uh, you know getting into another relationship. Uh, you know, she complimented me a bunch. You know, just told me what a great guy I am. You know, just tickled my ego, and you know I'm genuine, which is true. If you listen to this podcast, you know I am a genuine man. I share. Maybe I share too much. That might be that might be my fault. There's a lot of embarrassing stuff in this podcast, but uh, I guess it's only embarrassing if you let it be embarrassing. If you don't care about it, you're, you're usually fine. Um, yeah. So then after that talk, I was like, oh, much more optimistic. That was that was great. That was you know, I'm feeling as long as I know she's still into me. That's like that's the key. That's the key. Sometimes you don't know, and you just assume. I'm always, assume, I never assume someone's flirting with me. I never assume someone's into me. I just always assume that no one is interested in the Brock star. And that's why I would like never ask anybody out because no matter how close I got to someone, I'd be like, well, they just, they just see me as a friend. They don't, you know, they're not attracted to me. They're not into my thing. They just want to, you know, I'm just a fun guy to have around, a fun friend to have around. So yeah, after that, we ended up having an unexpected second date uh, because uh, we were supposed to have lunch with another buddy of ours and he couldn't make it he canceled so we went to the same restaurant um got a booth this time no one we know there and it was much more relaxed we were much much more comfortable much better conversation uh just felt like uh you know we we're connecting more we are getting more you know comfortable around each other and it went really well i guess cuz it wasn't planned either it's kind of like it's just spontaneous we assumed another guy was going to be there but he wasn't um yeah and that went really well and then this past weekend I was kind of I was hanging out at her place a couple times watched some movies, had some cuddles, which cuddles are just, man, my favorite thing. My, I, I guess c- men don't get a lot of touch. We don't get a lot of physical touch in our, in our daily life, you know? So having someone like put their arms around you, just, oh my God, just makes you feel so secure and so like cared for and loved. It's just, it's a wonderful feeling. That's a, that's a, I, I'm a cuddler. I'm a cuddler. I'm a hugger. I just, I love all that stuff. So that was a, a very nice weekend with her. Um, and, uh, and we're still, we're golfing like two or three hours a night. I feel like, or, and we're still talking every night. So it is, it's going well, it's going well. I, uh, you know, I think this, this girl and I have a lot in common. I think we, uh, we get along great. We're very comfortable with each other. And I, I look forward to, uh, you know, seeing her all the time and talking to her all the time. And that is where part two of this podcast is going to kick in, uh, talking about this crazy rain of mine. Uh, I guess something I should note is Westmount is done last Tuesday was our last day. And that was it. We went in for one day, built an ice hockey rink. They're like, all right, that's it guys. See you later. Uh, so my time has been wide open and you're like, Aaron, if your time has been wide open, why haven't you been doing a podcast? If you had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, all off, Saturday, Sunday off. Uh, and the reason is because I'm a, I'm a head case and I'm, I'm kind of nuts. I'm kind of crazy. I, uh, I really get attached to people. i uh, I'm not afraid to say that. I, uh, if I'm into someone and I find out they're into me, I'm like, I get very excited because it doesn't happen very often. I get very fired up and like, I just want to talk to this person. I just want to hang out with this person. I just want to like, that's the number one activity I want to do is just hanging out with this person, no matter what we're doing. Activity plus this person equals happiness. That's, that's it. That's the equation I need. It doesn't matter what the activity is. If that person's there, I'm cool. We could go to like a live execution. I'd be like stoked. Awesome. Let's do it. Um, So like, I guess since I last saw her, I was just like, man, I want to, I want to see her again. And I want to, I want to golf with her. And I want to play games with her. And then because I get attached, I then start to like, you know, put, put the cart before the horse, you know, I, I put her needs and what, or what I assume her needs are. And like just the want to talk to her above like my own self care and my own life. And so I've just been like, since we've West Mount, I've spent the past week just like, degenerate december right back from last year i should go find my notebook see what i wrote about december this time last year see if i was still taking those daily those daily writings um yeah i've just been like watching a lot of new girl uh playing a lot of golf and essentially just like waiting until she's available to golf and talk at night and then that's like that's my daily activity and it's just it has not been good it has not been enjoyable I've, I've been feeling like lethargic and lazy and I haven't been like super proud of myself. And I'm like, I really should be doing something. And, uh, that kinda, I kind of flipped that around today. I woke up this morning, like, okay, I'm gonna be productive. I'm gonna, if I actually do something with my days and like actually have a bunch of stuff to talk about, that would make our conversations at night much better because now I've like, I've got more things to talk about. It's not just me asking what her day. She's a very busy person. She's got a lot of stuff going on. She is, you know, she's responsible and she's productive in her life, which is the opposite of the trash man. So now I'm like, I got to keep up now. You know, she's a uh, she's inspiring me to like do more things so that I have more things, cool things to talk about, and cool things to show her. So today was just like I left my phone in my room all day. Uh, we did a massive clean on the house because we're having a Christmas party on Friday. We're having everyone over for a, a boiled dinner and a roast. Uh, so we like organized the entire house, clean everything. It took us like two and a half hours to do all this. And then uh, after doing that, I even came up and, like, tidied my room up. You can see I put the paintings back up on the wall. There's a couple new ones that you guys haven't seen over on uh, that wall over there. Put up the Barry jersey. Um, You guys can't see, I guess, my little Westmount shrine. It's kind of blocked by that water bottle. You can see I got a little Westmount shrine going on on my my desk, my, my dresser over there. So, yeah, I'm like, stop spending all day just thinking about her. Do other things. And then at night when you're, like, you've settled in your day you're happy with what you've done then a little reward is talk to her play some golf with her you know catch up with her that's that's the healthy way to do it not just make yourself bored and miserable all day be like i can't do anything what would it what if she wants to golf i gotta be i gotta be free and it's like no no so that's a uh, that's where my head was at today that was i was like trying to get back on track i last december was horrible i just smoked weed and ate uber eats all the time and now we've got. I threw out my caliburns. Got no caliburns left. I uh, we have no weed in the house. We just we have the hell beast downstairs, which we all just we go downstairs. We want to get a little a little nick buzz. You got to go downstairs to do it, which is a it's easier than just having it in my room and just puffing it constantly. So yeah, trying to set up. I made a list up here. Things to do not when golfing. Things to do when not golfing. Guitar, kettlebells, walk, read, in-sound mind. I gotta get those videos. Out. I got time now. I I like I was putting off doing it because like I don't want to record, and then I realized I still have like two hours of recorded video that I could put out for those sale mind uh, things, podcast, origami, paint, draw. Indisputable Duncan could do some work. Uh, tablet. This tablet's been sitting on my desk. This little drawing tablet for months now. I think I drew like two or three things on it. So yeah, trying to fill my time with uh, not necessarily like job things. I'm. I'm not, I'm technically on unemployment, but I don't get the, Westman has to send in my record of employment and they can't do it till your next pay period. So I got to wait till next Friday for them to submit it. So I get my paycheck for one, just Tuesday for one day. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna find a job. I'm not looking for a job to fill my time, but there's a lot of other things I can do rather than just watching New Girl or It's Always Sunny and, uh, you know, just vegging out and, you know, not doing anything. So... Here's to a new schedule, doing new things, doing more things, and uh, having more exciting things to talk about. And that should, it'll translate to the podcast too. It's not just going to translate to talk, it'll tra- translate to like everything. It'll just improve my life all, all you know, all around, every aspect of it. So yeah, um, other exciting news. I So I was initially going to go back to Barry. My My plans for next year, 2023, I've changed them like six or seven times because I'm not a planner. That's that's kind of my thing is I don't plan to, I don't think too far into the future. I just, you know, overthink little things in the present. Um, So like, I really had no idea what I was going to do. Like 2022, I had no idea what I was going to do. I didn't think I'd end up at a golf course that was never on my radar. So like next year was supposed to be like homeless traveling across the West. Then it was like, uh, I guess then Japan came up and then uh, what else was there? At one point I wanted to walk across the country um and then what else we got i was gonna go work at a golf course in the west uh i was gonna think look at going to the turf program just a a ton of different things but like just ideas but never like hard commit to anything like i did apply to japan i'm still waiting to hear back from that which will be a couple months or so but really like i got no idea what's going on in 2023 uh all i know is that 2022 was kind of like the year of confidence and i really i grew as a person i came out of my shell I you know I really stepped up my game on my in my mental health and my who I am as a person and I think next year I want to make the year the success that's the goal a success start accomplishing things you got the confidence now you got the ability to just go out and try things and do things and just throw yourself out there so next year success doesn't matter you know what level just trying things and just like making more things is the success and if they blow up which I, I doubt they will um bonus icing on the cake but uh so next year i was initially going to go back to barry and when we had i had the chat with her uh after the first date that was like one of her things is like you're gonna go back to barry in january and then that's going to be like kind of doing a distance thing is going to put a lot of strain on it especially if we have only been really seeing each other for like a month and of course in the car i'm like well, it'll, be, it'll be no problem i can come, i'll be unemployed i can come back whenever i want it's like an hour and a half drive it'd be it'd be so easy and it would have been very difficult you know, I was defending myself in the car, being like, it'll be no problem. But it would have been very difficult if that was what was going on. Uh, Just having that, not being able to just like, hey, you want to meet up in 10 minutes? You can- That's gone. You have to plan everything so far in advance. And then you'd just be like, you'd have to see each other like once a week or something. So I started looking for a place or I, I need to start looking for a place. I started telling people I was going to look for a place in Waterloo, trying to find like a sublet or something. Really regret telling Chad, I don't want this room anymore. Uh Back in, I told him in july i think and then of course i met her in august so just timing worked out very poorly um so yeah like a couple coworkers that offered me places one guy offered me a place for free another guy offered me like his basement his landlord's gonna be looking for a tenant in the basement that's gonna be like a thousand bucks a month and i was like i could do that i just and just be broke i guess or find like a second you know part-time job and then out of the blue uh, i'm going to chris's house on monday for muay Time monday and Ethan and I are kind of chatting on the way there about like so what's the plan for next year where are you gonna live what's going on I'm like yeah I want to stay here because I want to like be close to and I got like a lot of friends here I got I got much more in Waterloo now which is crazy because like before Waterloo was not a city I, I wanted to stay in I'm like there's not much in Waterloo for me Barry's at least got the waterfront and, like all my hometown friends and everything like that but now Waterloo's got like just so much more to it so much more that I want to stick around here as much as possible and uh what was the train of thought so yeah Ethan and I were just chatting you know seeing what the possibilities were um I'd go back to Westmount in March so I'd have like a guaranteed job for the year if I needed it if I didn't you know get end up getting into Japan um and then after Ethan drops me off at Chris's house I just go in and sit down for two minutes and Chris goes so I talked to the Meg which the Meg is Andrea that's his girlfriend and uh we would like to offer you to rent you the guest room next year and I'm like <laughs> really no way uh yes as long as it's not any inconvenience as long as you're not like feeling pressured into the situation i would i would love to live with you guys and uh he's like yeah for sure dope we'll charge you like 400 a month that's what derek's paying derek is andrew's brother who also rents the other guest room and uh i'm like okay sick that's less than my parents were gonna charge my parents are gonna charge me 500 a month to rent my my (laughs) my own bedroom back at home and that's not like because my parents are like you know greedy and malicious it's just because money's tight and they, they need they need the support. So I'd, I'd be happy to give my, the money to my parents and pay rent. I got no issue with that. But 400 bucks a month. And now I just have to move my stuff 15 minutes away rather than move my stuff like two hours back to Barry. I, if I need to take multiple trips, it's so much easier than I would. It would be having to like, come back and forth, Barry to Waterloo to get all my stuff. So next year, the podcast studio is going to be moving over from, from to... I shouldn't say his address because now it's someone else's address too. I shouldn't have said my address actually um so yeah we'll we'll scrap that we'll we'll censor that out but yeah we're moving to a a different part of the city still only like it's like 15 minutes from my house here it'd be a little longer drive to Westmount in the morning but that's it's it's no problem like it's a, a 20 minute drive rather than an eight minute drive it's not it's not really a deal breaker but that's super exciting to go live with chris i've never lived with chris before i've i spend like four four days a week at his house already so like when derek moved in i'm like what's up derek i'm your fourth roommate i'm here all the time and i think like the, the first four days he moved in i was at their house for something just hanging out in their kitchen every time he came downstairs I was like what up derek this is i've joked on that's like my rec center because i go there to do like muay thai and eat food and just exercise and you know play clone hero just uh keep chris entertained really while andrea works and cleans um, but it's going to make Muay Thai a lot easier. Now we're Chris and I are looking at t- taking like a Muay Thai, an actual Muay Thai class and getting out of his, his golf sim where we just do all our training now, uh, having the golf sim is absolutely going to be sick. I think he's trying to get a projector right now. He's just got like the track man and the big screen. And then like the, obviously where you hit into and a couple mats, uh, but getting the projector because right now you can play courses, but like you have to hit and then go look on the laptop screen to see where the, where the ball went and having the projector, you could just see it you know, without looking away. So that would make it a huge game changer. Chris is already like, we're going to play nine holes every morning, buddy. 8 a.m. nine holes, and we're going to get so dialed in at golf, which I'm like, that's sick. Um, The girl I'm talking to, I really, I don't know. I should have, I didn't message her before this to see if she wanted me to keep her anonymous. So just uh, (laughs) the girl I'm talking to, the girl I'm seeing is, uh, I guess, what's going to be her alias right now. Uh, We play a lot of golf on the phone, and now it's like, hey, we can take this golf game to, almost a real course we can play actual actual golf and compete because so we we're pretty competitive about this golf game it's a very back and forth she's a she's a gamer and she's got my number she absolutely does um so yeah that's super cool i'm still gonna be around to film stuff with ethan and martin which is going to help for the success uh they just submitted a video to the to a film festival which is very exciting should hear about that next year see if they got in but that's super cool my face could potentially be on a screen in front of a bunch of random people which would be very exciting just riding coattails. That's what I do. Um, yeah. So that's like, that's like it for the all the exciting news. Um. Yeah. Wh- what else? What else? I downloaded Snapchat, trying to trying to get back in with the youths. See, uh, see what that's all about. I because uh, if I ever want to send someone a picture, I have to like text it to them or like send it over WhatsApp or something, and it's just a very non non intuitive way to do it. And it's just so much easier to just like snap a picture and send it over Snapchat. And uh, also with their stories, there's like stuff I want to post on my Instagram story, but I got so much family and stuff on Instagram that I just can't. Oh <coughs> Sorry, I just can't post it out there because I don't want my my parents to, like, "What's this about? What is acid?" Um. So yeah, so that's gonna have a nice little, and it's also good for like you know having more, more media for Aaron the Brock. That's what my Snapchat name. If you have Snapchat, go find me Aaron the Brock. Um. Easier to post stuff for like that, posting that on Snapchat and stuff there because I think that's better. The uh, the second Instagram account, I'm kind of having two Instagram accounts is just a pain in the ass. I don't like switching back and forth. I don't want to post to it. It's just, and I have all the same followers from that Instagram account on, they're just less from my, my personal Instagram account. So I'm like that, I really don't need two Instagram accounts. That's, that's just silly. Um, Yeah. Now, I'm sure there was other things I talked about I want to talk about. Ever talk about curling? They ever talk about how we went curling at Westmount? Um, so like three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, the uh, the head of ice, the the ice king. I don't know what his name is. The ice, the master ice maker, what whatever, the Doctor Freeze. Um he usually works for the greens department and he does work for the greens department in the summer. And then once winter time rolls around, he switches over and goes to the curling rink, and he gets all that ice ready and all that stuff. So he sent out an invite like, Hey, if anyone wants to curl, uh, come on, I'll teach you guys on this Thursday afternoon. So, uh, it was just me and the girl I'm seeing. And then, uh, one of the assistant supers and then the king ice. Um, and so we like, he kind of gave us like a little tutorial gave us the entire history of ice and curling and you know all his all his accolades he's got from making ice all around the country top 10 in the country i think uh, at what he does making making things colder number one is just mother nature number two is a refrigerator number three is liquid nitrogen so you know he's, he's in that list though he's in that list um Curling was interesting. I didn't know how I was going to do going into it because I'm, I'm not, like, an athletic <laughs> athletic guy. I don't have, I don't have like, finesse with my hand-eye coordination. Chris, Chris is always – Chris is, like, very, like, good at, like, you know, little fine details and, like, working with his fingers and, like, very particular. He's, like, you know, knitting and, like, you know, little tinkering with things and just playing with things. And I got hands like a stonemason, man. I'm just – they're just here for power that's it they just they can grab thing and they can hit thing and that's that's about it but any fine movement any fine you know any little balance things i just i don't have that i'm not i'm not made that way uh so I was like curling it's it's interesting you gotta get that you gotta get a little spin you gotta get that balance going which the balance actually was fine on because the pose is like a just like an upright uh a high lunge so like one legs you know Bent in front of you that like drag behind you and i do that in yoga like every single day so that was fine it's just you're moving while doing it but i can hold that pose just fine um it's so, like after the tutorial we kind of we threw some stones and then we uh we broke off into teams and uh it was me and jess uh, i'll call her Jis. <laughs> girl i'm seeing jess me and Jis were uh we're on a team against the the two managers and uh it started off they started off up to nothing, they uh, in the first uh, frame I think they are. So we each threw three stones I think. I think there's six stones uh, per side. So we each threw three stones. She, uh, I was the hammer. She was the the lead. Um, and yeah, started off not great. It's a uh, it's very hard curling because like the difference in power you need from like to just reach the target. And then to hit the back wall feels very finite. It's v- like a very little amount. And I wasn't, I like, I'm, st- I still don't know. I've, th- I've thrown, I haven't thrown very many stones. I've thrown like 40 stones or something. Um, so that was really hard to get used to. And then also you never throw the stone straight. You always curve it around. So you kind of, he says like opening a doorknob. So when you're holding it and right before you let it go, you kind of turn your hand and release. And then that little spin when the stone starts to slow down, that spin will kind of pull it in whatever direction it's rotating. And then you can curve it around stones and kind of curve it into where you want it to go. Um, so once we've got all that figured out, we get to the second frame. And what uh, they call Frames or ends? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, and uh, we end up tying it. We ended up finishing the, the game 2-2. It's uh, It all came down to the last stone, and I just... I just sniped one, just curved it right around the little defense they put out, knocked out the stone in the center to get my our second stone in there, tied it up, and ended tied two two our, our both of our first times curling just and I and uh yeah it was a uh, very exciting. I didn't think I'd enjoy it that much um but I'd definitely i definitely curl again if if any of my friends here in Waterloo are curling uh would would be down to join we'd be down to go find some ice somewhere Ethan was asking if they could get the if we can rent the Waterloo ice or uh, the west mountain ice and i'm like i don't i don't think so they they keep it for higher paying individuals than us um and then we did have a second curling event with uh, a couple more people and then we did the same setup so we had our assistant super our assistant assistant super and king ice versus uh myself Jis, cameron and andrew which i guess if i said all that detail you're gonna figure out that i work with her (laughs) i guess that's i've been trying to keep this a secret for so long yeah i work with her so, put that information together. I'm not going to see anybody at work anymore, anyways, until next year. So, plenty of time for you guys to get it get it out of your system. Um, yeah, and uh, we lost. We lost the second game. They were they were throwing some heat, and uh, we could not get it together. I butchered, I butchered my last throw. That was kind of a, a key one. I guess my second stone. Um, the way they like call out, I don't remember what they're they're called. The way they like call out there's someone at the far end of the ice like looking at where the stones are and then tell you like where to put it and which direction to spin it and they hold a hand out to tell you like this is the direction to spin and I thought that that was the direction they wanted me to spin it towards not the direction your hand is starting and you're spinning it the opposite direction so I just threw a stone that just wildly curved way away from the, the all the other stones I'm supposed to hit and uh it was like in my head I knew it was wrong but I'm like, you you got to obey the skipper. I think that's what they're called, the skipper. Uh, I was like, she's telling me to throw the stone that way. And like, she's, I'm going to trust her instinct. And then I threw it. And everyone's like, you threw it the wrong way. And I'm like, I, I knew it. I knew it. I should have just trusted my instinct. I'm just stupid, though. And It just happens. It happens. Um, yeah, and then we lost that game. And uh, we were playing for their jobs. We were like, hey, you guys can become greenskeepers. We'll become all the superintendents. And uh, they got to keep their jobs, unfortunately. So we didn't get a promotion there. Um, but yeah, that was curling. Uh something else I want to talk about that's unrelated to everything. Just uh just a weird thought I had. Last night I was listening to uh I was listening to Daft Punk's uh Discovery album from 2001 Great album. I had watched a YouTube video like that you know, these albums are tens from the 2000s and that was uh like one of the first ones he talked about. Andrew Fantano. I don't I don't watch his videos, but just popped up in my uh my YouTube feed. So I was listening to that and I uh I kind of, I turned off all my lights, turned off my monitors and just sat in darkness in my chair and was just jamming, just like listening to the music, going to it, having a great time. And at one point I was sitting here looking at my hands and I was like making hand puppets and like they were talking to each other. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. It's really cool. I like control my hands, like how, like these are part of me. You know, I have full, full range and like, I'm not even really thinking about doing all these little finger motions and I'm doing them. And then I was like looking at my right arm I was wearing a t-shirt and I was looking at my forearm and I was like, that's a, that's a nice forearm you got there. That's, that's like the, the one muscle I want to be big. I don't care about any other muscle. I want some nice meaty forearms, some girthy vascular forearms. I don't know why. I think it's just because like it shows out of a t-shirt. And when I was in eighth grade, I remember I had like really skinny arms and someone said I had lady hands and like a little lady wrist. And I do have, a, I do have a lady's wrist. Like you can see I have a very narrow wrist. Um... So I was, like, self-conscious about it, and uh, Sarah's family, Sarah's dad and Sarah's brother have incredible forearms, like, just, like, two fuzzy footballs, just dark hair, very thick and wide, and they're inc- I always told her family, but, like, you guys got, Filippowitzes have great forearms, it's just, it's in their genes, and her brother just had a kid, and, like, that kid's gonna have sick forearms, I know it for sure um so yeah i was looking i was looking at my arm and you know i was kind of flexing just kind of admiring my right arm and then i just happened to like peer over at my left arm and i had this weird sensation of like who are you what have you always been here have you like this left i never really pay attention to my left arm like any anytime i need to do anything i i go to righty righty does everything lefty only gets pulled out in team team efforts and you know, team task when I need two arms to do something. But righty is always relied upon. So I'm like, I was looking at my left arm, and I'm like, I'm kind of uncomfortable around you. Like I don't know it's like a f- weird first date. I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know what, what to do with you. And then I was like I was flexing this arm and I was like comparing it to my right arm, like you were just you're just worse in every way. And it's because I don't respect you enough. I don't I don't give you enough care, you know. And passion, I just and it's like it's like my entire left side of my body. It's like my left lats worse, my left quads worse. Like everything, just left is, le- left is worse. So uh, yeah, that went on for like twenty minutes. I mean, just examining my arm and like feeling bad about how I haven't treated my left arm with like the dignity and respect he deserves. He's always there for me. He's always he's always picked second which sucks for him he's never called upon you know right arm whenever my right side's always if i'm taking pictures it's always the right side if i'm gonna you know, like flex and check myself out in the mirror i'm gonna it's, it's right arm never left arm so now i gotta like i gotta i guess i gotta overwork the left arm to make him catch up so whatever work that i do on the right arm because normally i start with my right arm then go left arm but the right arm's like just stronger so now i gotta remember to do more with my left arm and get them equal i want to have two i want to bring these guys together they're two hands. They're my two hands. I want them to be I wonder if this is that all that bang in the stand's gonna screw you guys up. Sorry. I want them to be, you know, a team. w they're both part of me. And I want them I wanted to give him what he deserves. So old lefty. Yeah, even looking at it, like I feel like I prefer my right hand. Do you guys get this sensation? Look at your look at both your arms right now. Look stare at your right arm. See what thoughts come up. I think of like power, warmth, you know, strength reliability and then i look at left arm and it's like my i almost get like a little anxiety looking at it like a little uncomfortable like i don't know what to what to do with you and it's like it's not power it's like my hand looks this hand's way less vascular this hand's you know just it's not the same and yeah it's like confusion you know denial regret that's what that's what the left side is and i wonder if that if that that imbalance if i can if i can strengthen that out if that's is that something is that is there something to that? Getting your left and right side in balance? Is that gonna like balance out my mentality too? Like make me more even. If I'm always just like focused on the right side, I don't know. I don't know, that's getting like beyond my pay grade. Um yeah, so that was a that was a thought I had. I kinda wanna go grab my, my journal. I wanna see I wanna see what um Oh, I might not have even started this journal in J- December of last year no I started this journal so this is my daily journal that I started last year I only got up to July 6th and uh July 6th you want know what I want know what I wrote July 6th this is gonna be this is very out of date by the way in- incredibly out of date it uh it says you should ask out Marin Literally just wasting time and being a coward for no reason. She only has 2 weeks left. If she says no, it can't be that awkward. She enjoys talking to you. You are just such a wreck and nervous in groups with her. Be confident, ask her out and live with the result. The worst c- case scenario is you never ask and she leaves and you regret it when it's too late. Ask out Marin. Ha. Have ask Oh, ask out Marin, hail and smoke less weed. That was July 6th, and that's the last thing I wrote in here. And honestly, the next thing I would have written here would be about JIS. <laughs> so that's that would have been that would have been really funny if I actually did that back to back. Um, but I mean that advice worked out for, for I took that same advice to Jis. That's uh that come for the confidence. I asked out two girls this year, which I had never never in any ever have I asked out two maybe in my life. I don't even know if I've, I've asked out maybe two girls. That's not true, I've asked out like eight. But like two in one year. One of them said yes. So that's 50% success rate. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But that's a. Uh, you want to see what we started January last year, I guess? Um, I feel like I might have read this. Uh, woke up at 7.15 to my alarm and laid in bed for a bit. Decided to start my day with a tea and dive into my new Jordan Peterson book, 12 More Rules, before yoga with Ethan at 8. Day two of move went well. I hope to do yoga every morning this year, with or without Ethan did not happen uh most most mornings though i did do it most mornings um i feel like we've missed maybe 10 to 15 days this year which is not that's not a bad ratio at all like 350 days of yoga is still a great amount of yoga um had a list of things planned and got most of it done except writing my wisdom for sarah i did end up writing that uh and job hunting both can be done tomorrow putting a lot of effort to the steam clean intro and planning and finished braving the wilderness a great day. So yeah, started off started off January pretty strong. I wish I had December, but like, yeah, December last year, just just degenerate December. I was just sitting in my room, smoking too much weed and just not getting anything done. And I felt like I was getting too close to that uh, this week. So I, I'm pretty good. Like pulling the brakes. Now when I see something's getting out of hand, you know, today I just tossed out more weed And, you know, I threw out the, the other caliber and just, when I see things are getting away from me and they're not, you know, they're not treating me the way I want to, they're not, you know, give me the result I want them to give me, you ditch it. You just got to just take a deep breath, throw it away. No regrets. Just make the move. So yeah, that was, uh, that was it. And honestly, I don't know what else, maybe a short podcast today, just a little personal update, a little apology for being bi-weekly um because really i feel like if i just talk about anything else for 20 more minutes it's just gonna be rambling and you know not a whole lot's gonna be of use to you guys so that's really what i want to talk about my life is i was in a bit of a, a rut since leaving Westmount. i was kind of lost and not sure where i was going and what i was doing i wasn't taking ca- too good ta- care of myself but uh we, we turned it around we, we pulled out of it I've got, a, I've got a lot of good things going on here in Waterloo. I'm excited to see where they go from here. Excited to see what happens with Jis. I'm excited to see her tomorrow, potentially. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm uh, doing good. Aaron's doing real good. And I hope you guys are doing good, too. Because you know what? This podcast would not exist without you guys. The reason, you know, I've never missed two weeks in a row is because I'm like, I owe it to them. They listen to me all the time. You know, I love you guys. I uh, As I say, I surround myself with great people you guys are all great people and I can do things with confidence because I know I've got such like a good support net. That's going to catch me and be like, Hey man, you tried like good for you. Like keep trying. You know, I'm never going to fall too far because I've got so many people below me ready to catch me. So thank you to all you guys for sticking with me through this rocky season two so far. I know it's kind of been all over the place, but I feel like my life has kind of been all over the place and it's a good reflection of how my mind's been lately. So thank you for listening. I'm doing well. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you enjoyed this podcast on a nice, thursday morning and uh we'll talk to you next week i hope hopefully i got some things to talk about we might be going to the christmas village this saturday my car needs new brakes though so i gotta see if my car's up and running and can actually get me to the train so that's the thing uh anyways thanks for listening and aaron out Take what you learned and have a great day.